the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. I am joined by co-host Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. Great to be with you, Greg, and it's great to be feeling better. Both of us have uh, had an opportunity to experience the flu this flu season. Uh, I'm just getting over mine. You uh, had yours earlier in the year, but you're still feeling the effects of it, right? I am. I have that uh, sexy, deep voice that I get when I have a when I have a cold. Ladies, try to contain yourselves. I realize it's tough with Greg over there waxing very seductively. Um, yeah, of, of course, you- the coughing and wheezing and blowing my nose sort of detracts from that. Yeah, that's right. Well, we hope everybody who's listening has been healthy themselves, has avoided the. Uh, flu, I understand that's particularly dangerous this year, so do be careful and do take care of yourselves because um, it's not a flu you want to mess around with. No. And speaking of not messing around with us, the unfortunately, and I don't know how, why that became a segue, uh, Riverside County became the uh, topic of national headlines uh, in a rather unfortunate way. We have the situation that unfolded in Paris, Sunday night, a 17-year-old girl escaped her home to alert authorities, call 911, that she was, along with her 12 siblings, being held captive in their homes. And what's unfolded from there has been uh, just completely nightmarish, culminating this Thursday with the press conference held by Mike Hesteren, uh, DA for the County of Riverside, where he went through a number really released for the first time uh, and gave us a window into what these kids had been experiencing. Yeah, you read a you read a headline: thirteen children, there was abuse, they were chained up, and then it doesn't really hit home. But but we were listening to before we started recording the show the DA's press conference as and as he related the details of how horrifically these two allegedly treated their children, it, it, really, it really hit home. It does. And uh, so there is uh, a way that folks who are listening to our show can, uh, and, and please reach out to other people. These kids, um, we're only beginning to understand how uh, abnormal their lives have been and what a shock it's going to be for them to enter uh, the 21st century and life normal as we know it. First of all, they go to sleep at 4 a.m., they sleep all day, then they're up all night. Uh, they experience punishments of being tied up at one point, one of them being hogtied, chained to beds with padlocks. Uh, three were chained up at the time the police knocked. Uh, the, a 22-year-old remained chained when the police finally were able to enter the residence. They weren't allowed to toilet while they were chained. They had to... Uh, relieve themselves in place. And this accounts for some of the horrific conditions that the police said that they encountered inside the home. Um, 
a little there was some history revealed about where they had lived and how and finally moving in 2014 to the current residence in Paris. Uh, the abuse overall intensified as they got older. All are severely malnourished. The 12 year old has the weight of a seven year old. Um, you know, again, the punishments included frequent beatings, strangulations. None of them have seen uh, a doctor in four years or have ever seen dentists. They lack a basic knowledge of life. And that to me is the most striking thing. Many of them had no idea who the police were when they came and knocked on the door. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just staggering. You have to, you know, what goes, I mean, what were these people thinking, the parents? What, what, what I mean, how, how do they get so twisted that they would think that that's what, that that was that was appropriate conduct. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had to cover it up. They they knew they knew it was wrong. They knew that at least the people outside would think it's wrong. So they had to try to cover it up and cover it up. They did because none of the neighbors that have so far come forward had any idea that this was going on in the house. The uh, uh, one of the posts I made on my Facebook page, I got a response from somebody that said that they lived five doors away had no idea. And this is a relatively new neighborhood. So usually in new neighborhoods, everybody knows each other real well. They're the first time homeowners. They're all involved in, you know, doing their yards, their hardscape, their landscaping. They're all out and, you know, getting to know each other. And there's an unusual amount of clarity about who your neighbors are in a brand new neighborhood because everybody's, you know, out and doing stuff. In this case, no one knew anything about what was going on in this house. Yeah, you know, and, and that may be true in, in your neighborhood, but I think most people, it's, you, you, you really don't know your neighbors very well. You come home, you, well, you drive into the garage, and then close the garage door. Oftentimes, you don't see, you don't see your neighbors or have, any, or have any interaction with them. Well, when you say that may be true in my neighborhood, it's not. I, you know, I, I know my neighbors on either side and across mm-hmm. the street. You go a couple doors down on either side. I, I I know who they are visually, but I don't know anything about them, and I don't talk to them. And that's typical of California neighbors. That wasn't typical when I grew up. I don't know. Uh, where, what, what city, uh, state did you grow up in? Well, there's a mixture. I was born in Colorado. I grew up mostly in Illinois and Iowa. All right. Yeah, and I, you know, I remember Iowa more. Is I mean, it was like there weren't, there weren't fences. There were the entire, all the yards, were, it was one big play area around all exactly. the houses. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing for me when I grew up. We knew all the neighbors. We all played together. And uh, when I say in in a new neighborhood, I was just reflecting on this particular neighborhood because it's a newer neighborhood in Mm. Paris. It's not an old neighborhood. This is not a house that was on the back of a five-acre lot that was hidden from view. These people lived on top of each other. These are typical California postage stamp yards Mm -hmm. with virtually no room in between each house. There's one other thing is... (laughs) Do you suppose these parents were regular churchgoers? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they did anything outside the house to connect with the community, except for those brief outings where I did go on their Facebook page and they show pictures of the outings at Disneyland and so forth. But I don't think those kids ever went outside. I don't think the parents went outside. I don't think the kids went outside. I I don't know. A lot of that's to be. So, no, I don't think they were regular I don't think they were involved in the community at all. Right, but but the point I'm trying to make is a little little bit different. Not do they they have the connection, but if if they if if there were people that would regularly go to church, what was the likelihood that they would still commit such horrific acts? 
And I think the answer the answer is it is much, 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 much less likely. Oh, I would do this. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think when you hide away from society, it makes it more likely. Well, there's a couple of ways that folks can help. And we just wanted to highlight this uh, opportunity for people to pitch in and help. Um, there is a website on uh, a web page, rather, on the Corona Chamber of Commerce's page. They're coordinating donations of cash uh, to both groups of children. One group is being held at the uh, or treated, I should say, in Moreno Valley. The children are the adults are being treated in Corona Regional Medical Center and Corona Chamber of Commerce is coordinating con- uh, donations of cash as well as you know, clothing and supplies. And and here's an important point. They're only taking new property because of the compromised health situation of the kids. They're not going to take any used toys. They're not going to take any used, uh, you know, uh, clothing. It's all got to be brand new. So obviously the preferences in terms of, uh, you know, cash donations, but listed on this are the genders and the sizes and of the uh, adults. If someone cares to go out and buy new pants and it, they've got a list of the various different uh, items as far as PJ sweatpants, tops, socks, shoes, jeans, so forth, and other items uh, that they would uh, like. But cash would be the biggest thing. And you can bring that by the Corona Chamber of Commerce. Their address is on that Web page or mail it to them uh, and they will then do- uh, steer the donations to both groups of kids. Right. And like some fraudulent online uh, charitable pages that arise in, when there's a situation like this. Here, you know the money's going for the right cause. Yeah, and you had mentioned that there was some pu- there was some publicity given to some websites that were being uh, that had been set up to take donations for this group that were fraudulent. Right. So right. be careful what you're doing out there, folks. There's a lot going on. A government possible government shutdown. We'll discuss that. Immigration debates. Uh, even a false alarm. A nuclear false alarm in Hawaii and uh, a lot of local uh, news. We'll get into that as we return on the Unite IE radio show. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com, 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program, the radio show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And I hope, speaking of uh, the most important political office, I hope some folks out there took advantage of, we had Mark Herr on 
a couple of shows ago to highlight the upcoming CSG training. Um, you know, I hope some folks took advantage of that because that does happen uh, only on a periodic basis. And uh, that was a uh, section one and two training that is actually on January the 21st in the uh, Riverside area. And uh, so I hope folks took advantage of that. Uh, but when we uh, comes to what hit the headlines this week, immigration. Absolutely. Uh, as Ann Coulter says, immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. That's right. And we had a meeting at the Oval Office at which Donald Trump got a lot of accolades. Uh, that happened on Tuesday of last week. Uh, bipartisan, by house meeting. Then subsequently Thursday, um, a meeting, a private meeting of some senators in his office. And then uh, Dick Durbin, who at a press conference after that private meeting said uh, some reflected uh, some comments that Donald Trump had used. Apparently it was a pretty heated meeting. Uh, the senators had brought him a bill that didn't measure up to what he thought it should be. Uh, that took the news cycle into the beginning of the week. And we're now waiting to hear if the uh, government is actually going to be shut down. You think it's going to be shut down? I think the odds are not. I think the de- there was polling back in, in December when the Democrats were considering doing this is that the people don't want to see the government shut down, particularly over trying to help illegal immigrants. Right. And so I, I think that I think the Democrats will pull back from that at this, at this point. But that's not that's I could easily be I could easily be shown to be wrong. Democrats are always warriors for their cause. They can lose an election. They can be. You know, they can lose the House, lose the Senate, lose the, the presidency. They never give up on their goals and their cause. They'll keep fighting for them. Well, that's right. And when it comes to, first of all, it's very frustrating for us as citizens to always be put in situations where these legislators can't make up their minds regarding the finances of this country. And there's always some item, some political agenda that gets in the way at the final hour of having to do this. And in this particular case, as I understand it, the uh, military hangs in the balance on this particular... Uh, right. So if, if, if there is a government shutdown, the troops will not be paid. So, that, so I understand that the Democrats are threatening to not pay our troops so they can try to help illegal immigrants. And that's where that party is coming from because the Democrats understand the strategic importance of immigration. They are stacking the voting deck in their favor through immigration. They would not be, a, even California would still be a Republican state if it was not for the mass legal and illegal immigration of the past 50 years. And I would say redistricting the uh, changing the the, the the voting map as well. There's been a lot of chicanery. That's a whole nother direction. Right. But the, the immigrants and their children vote Democrat eighty percent plus, and we're bringing in a million million point one uh, legal immigrants green cards every year, plus another approximately one point five million temporary, supposedly temporary workers. But I was just on a webinar with someone from Numbers USA, which is a leading pro-American immigration organization, and there is no follow-up. There's no procedure, no mechanism to make sure that the temporary workers go home at the end of their temporary period. 
So you figure so most v- of them visa are, overstay kind of situation. So most of, you figure most of them are staying here. So that, so that's so that's that's why the Democrats are doing what they're doing, and there is no chance of any good legislation. There's there's a reasonably decent uh, bill pending in the House, which they haven't even brought up for a vote. That would give some temp, temp it would give legal status but no citizenship to the DACA illegals. About six hundred thousand of them at this point. And we had the DOJ also threatening to possibly arrest government officials. That's true. That, well, we'll see. We'll see if we'll see if that happens. But there's a uh, statute that says if you aid and abet illegal immigrants, or you encourage them to come to America or stay in America, then that that is a federal felony. Exactly. And do you think that having a setting up a sanctuary jurisdiction encourages illegal immigrants to come and stay in America? Does offer does does letting them in college and giving them reduced tuition encourage illegal immigrants to come and stay in America? Does letting them open bank accounts encourage them to come and stay in America? Does giving them jobs encourage them to come and stay in America? Yeah, this if if they were to use enforce this law, you could have a huge effect. And in the middle of this immigration debate this week, a uh, dirtbag by the name of Louis Bracamontes. Uh, was finally put on trial um, in Placer County. He uh, had killed, actually, the uh, deputies were from Sacramento and Placer County. Um, This guy, in the middle of his trial uh, on Tuesday, laughing, smiling, and shouting uh, that the deputy that he killed was a coward and that if he had the opportunity, he would have killed more. And if he's let out, he would kill more. Now, this is a two-time deportee. Uh, pre- was previously deported twice. This is the guy, this is the kind of guy that the Democrats in this state are willing to shelter from deportation, forcing deputies when they do find out, when these guys do get arrested and they do become aware and they want to go out and arrest them, they have to go out into the community where these guys have been released into in order to arrest them. Whereas otherwise, a guy like this that has no compunction about killing anybody, much less law enforcement, if he was uh, detained in a police or sheriff station and ICE could pick him up there, they know that he's not carrying any kind of a weapon. Otherwise, they release him. They got to go out of the community where the guy lives. Odds are that guy is now armed and dangerous putting law enforcement in a much more dangerous situation trying to round up dirtbags like that. The Democrat Party, when you, when you understand the Democrat Party favors illegal immigration, then everything they do on the issue makes sense. That the, the Democrat Party, not all rank-and-file Democrats, the guy that drives a truck or works in construction and is culturally a Democrat, but the Democrat Party, the Democrat politicians put their own electoral interests ahead of protecting the American people. So if if some sheriff's deputies get murdered by an illegal immigrant, if Kate Steinle is murdered by an illegal immigrant, that's a price that the Democrat politicians are perfectly willing to pay. Yep. Because they're probably it's probably not going to be a member of their family that suffers at the hands of an illegal immigrant. Their job, they don't have jobs where they're, they're being cut out of jobs or their wages are being driven down by illegal immigrants. Be a whole different story if there were professionals and uh, there are in the, in the H1B visas, IT techs coming in, politicians coming, taking away their jobs. It might be a whole different story. And of course, if, uh, 
most illegal immigrants and most uh, immigrants uh, voted Republican, the immigration rate in this country would be zero, and there would be a 200-foot wall on the entire I was gonna say, Mexican border. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer would be on the border they building would. the wall they would. If, the, if immigrants were voting Republican. They would. That's absolutely true. Well, there's a lot of winning going on, Greg. Apparently, we've got headlines this week of companies continuing the trend of responding to the uh, tax reform bill that was passed at the end of last year. Uh, some new people, some big numbers. We're going to talk about that. But there's also some local winning that's going on. And uh, we're going to save that for our next segment as we uh, take a break here to honor uh, and call attention to one of our uh, great do- uh, supporters. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate, broker license number 01147747, and California Finance Lenders license number 603K610, also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions, MB number 096199. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And uh, once again, we could break into a tone, uh, a song of I'm in the money. Yeah. How about that? Lots of people are in the money. The market's in the money up to above 26,000. Uh, and it's interesting because there are headlines now on CNN saying, is the market overextended? Are we setting ourselves up for doomsday? They hope. Yeah, they. Uh, of course, you never saw any of those headlines uh, when the market was heading towards astronomical levels in the uh, Bill Clinton presidency. Nobody ever second guessed what was going on in the market back then, nor did they second guess what was going on in the market under Barack Obama. Nobody questioned the the, the levels of the market. Um, but in reality, the whole reason we had to stock market move over the last eight years was because of quantitative easing. We were literally stagnating economically. If it hadn't been for quantitative easing, uh, I don't think the market or the economy would have gone anywhere. No, and it was still it was still the slowest economic recovery by a wide margin since the Great Depression. Yep. If the, if the economy had recovered as fast under Obama as it did under Ronald Reagan... There would have been more than 15 million more jobs, and the GDP would be $2.8 trillion larger. That's more tax revenue, more jobs, higher wages, better for everyone. And, and we're already seeing the effects of, Donald, of the Trump tax reform bill, and the latest is being Apple. They're going to repatriate because of that very high corporate tax rate. They're the highest in the world. U.S. corporations were keeping money Overseas, Well, one of the elements is to a much reduced rate when they bring their money back. So they're going to bring back $252 billion, pay $38 billion in taxes, 
and Apple plans to invest $350 billion in America over the next five years. Now, I wonder, is that $38 billion in taxes, is that figured into the estimate that this tax reform bill was going to cost $1.5 trillion? Did they figure into the overall cost, the tax revenue, that would be realized through repatriation? Or is this on top of that cost? In other words, it's going to reduce the cost. Well, I don't, the answer is I don't know to that, that question, whether they had any estimate of increased tax revenue because of the lower repatriation tax. But I suspect that it's going to be much better than was anticipated. Plus, they're going to start a factory here. Plus, they're going to, you know, 20,000 jobs. Right. For Apple. Well, there's also good news for us right here in the Inland Empire. We want to share with you as we wrap up this segment and begin another uh, spine tingling seg- uh, half hour of Unite IE Radio that upcoming on April the 8th is the annual Unite IE Conservative Conference. And I'll tell you what, every year the attendance in this thing grows, and it's for good reason because people are realizing that they can learn uh, something about what they can do. And we have a very exciting announcement about who is going to be speaking at the United IE Conference. Should we say it now? Should we save it for the latter part of the... Let's, say, let's save it for the next half hour. Well, I, well people, would, people don't always listen to the entire show. Well, this I mean, will, that's possible. Won't, that's won't, possible. Won't this, uh, won't this encourage them yeah, to stay my, tuned? I th- I, you know, we got 24 seconds, so let's see if we can tease out this for another 20 seconds. Well, then we'll give them the name now, So because if, in case they're not listening... Well, the, the person no. the person that's just been added as a keynote speaker is a person that is a household name in all of America now. Wasn't before Donald Trump got elected. Has a great voice. One of the few guys that looks good, few white guys that looks good wearing a beard. What, I don't look good wearing a beard? No. I thought, I've gotten lots of compliments yeah. about that. At any rate, yeah, he's got a, a very deep... He did battle on behalf of the White House, was a member of the... Uh, uh, election team was a member of the transition team had a, had a role within the White House his name is Sebastian Gorka and with that we're going to wrap up this half hour we'll be back after the break welcome back to the United England Empire radio program where we just finished up making an announcement about a addition to the upcoming April 8th Unite IE Conservative Conference you know what year conference this is going to be i know this would be a pop quiz you didn't know this was going to be you didn't study in advance you you didn't get a chance to do your preparation well the first one was in 2014 right so that was the first united inland empire conservative conference i'm counting here on my fingers 2015 was the second i'm I'm doing 2016 the third i'm using common core math i'm trying to find mr our friend mr 10 this is the fifth annual united IE conservative conference hard to believe yeah Hard to time believe. Flies when, time flies when we're having fun. And we've been on the air five years together. Yeah, but this is, this is huge. It's Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Yeah, it really is. And his star continues to rise because now he is a contributor to Fox News. Uh, he continues to work on the uh, uh, Donald Trump's mega agenda outside of the White House. Um, and he continues to really debunk the left. Speaking of debunking the left... A New York Times poll shows soaring support for tax reform as reality debunks the Democrats' hysterical dishonesty. You know, hundred. what is the uh, latest number, Greg? I think it's 164 companies 
that have, uh, you know, gotten into the giving bonus and lowering fees to customers and increasing wages. Yeah, and that's only the companies that are large enough that would make some news. Right. But among the millions of companies in the country, that's that, that they're probably doing the same thing or will be doing the same thing. It just doesn't make the news. Right. So what I remember, what still echoes in my ears from December is hearing Nancy Pelosi talking about how there was going to be Armageddon, that this tax bill was going to be disastrous for America. Um, and yet a month later, the stock market continues to roar higher. There's like like we mentioned, according to a report by Washington Examiner, uh, 164 companies have given bonuses, lowered fees to millions, uh, increased compensation. Um, this now is it, it involves over. I think the latest number I th- saw was two and a half million Americans have been directly affected by these bonuses and wage incre- increases, including Walmart. Right, and beginning with the in the paychecks after January one, they're going to start. They're, they're going to see more take home pay. And this and this doesn't even include now. When you say take home pay, are you talking about because of the adjustment and withholding? Right. Oh, I thought that wasn't supposed to take effect until February. It could be. So either way, January first, February first, they're going to they're going to see it. They're going to see the effects of this. Right. And then they compare that to. What the lies they were getting from their Democrat politicians and from the uh, mainstream media, and I think that will further undermine their, the credibility of the Democrat politicians and the mainstream media. Yeah, and and, and it didn't even it it, it hasn't even stopped. It, the only thing of unfortunately, and you know, we're going to talk in this half hour about the upcoming midterms and how important this year is and how it's stacking up for Republicans, but. The Democrats haven't stopped lying when it comes to immigration. They haven't stopped lying when it comes to, you know, this issue of DACA. They're still holding out uh, as if they hold all the cards. And I, the stunning thing to me is they seem to be, in a way, getting away with it. They do. They, they just they don't get held to account, certainly not by the mainstream media. And the Republicans, at least before Donald Trump, have been too weak to really take it to them. So they do get away with that. They do get away with threatening to not pay our troops. And a lot of these guys don't make a lot of money. So if they lose a paycheck, that may, may mean that the spouse's rent back home doesn't get paid. And then the car payment for that month doesn't get made. So th- so this could have a, a huge effect on military and their families. But the Democrats are perfectly willing to do that, the Democrat Party, in order to benefit themselves politically with another amnesty. So the way this is reading in the New York Times, Americans are warming to the Republican tax law and becoming more confident in the economy as a whole. They just aren't sure that President Trump deserves much credit yet. The tax overhaul that Mr. Trump signed into law just before Christmas remains relatively unpopular and highly polarizing, according to a new poll conducted by the New York Times uh, uh, for the New York Times by SurveyMonkey. Now, what's interesting is we're starting to get some anecdotal evidence. I heard this week on Rush Limbaugh's show, he had some callers that were calling in from liberal, he had some conservative callers calling in from liberal enclaves saying uh, anecdotal stories about how they're overhearing people talking about how wonderful their 401ks are doing, how wonderful their, uh, you know, the, the the reports on the economy are, giving credit to Donald Trump 
I don't know yet if that is beginning to seep into any of the polling that's taking place or I've lost all faith in polling, quite frankly, as of the 2016 election, because these things can be constructed to basically push poll, which is to have a certain outcome. Right. And you, you, that Donald Trump was way behind until the very end. Then all of a sudden, almost miraculously, the polls close up. So what it looked like is they were they were skewing the polls to try to discourage Donald Trump and, and his supporters but they didn't want to be too. They didn't want to be too off at the final result. So if they were showing Hillary plus ten, and it turned, it turned out Donald Trump won. But even if it had been Hillary plus one or Hillary plus two, they would have they, they would they would have looked bad. So they had to close it up. And the same thing may same thing may be happening now. Although certainly Donald Trump is a very polarizing figure, particularly for the Democrats. They are stoked with white hot hatred of the man. For a variety of reasons, not only his policies, his personality, the fact that he won when they thought they had it. They thought they were going in for this winning touchdown in their efforts to fundamentally transform the country. And he got the interception and ran it back for a touchdown. He he really has organized a stunning uh, turn for the economy. And, you know, does he deserve the credit? Um. I think the way the market reacted on election night suggests that the people who place their money uh, at risk decided the election night, the initial results of the election, they weren't anticipated. The market hates uncertainty. When the certainty of a Hillary Clinton victory was upset, the market reacted by dropping instantaneously. But by the next day, it had recovered, and it has not looked back since November 9th. Right. Now, all these Democrats are in their, and their mainstream media propagandists are trying to claim, oh, yeah, this, this is all because of, of Barack Hussein Obama. And all of a sudden, you know, it was the slowest recovery ever since, since the Great Depression while he was in office. But as soon as he's out of office, it accelerates. So obviously, that, that must be due to Barack Obama. Right. Or according to Nancy Pelosi, the crumbs that people are receiving are insignificant in the greater scheme of things. And I think those are that that's a word, that's a description. She's gonna rue the day. She's gonna she's gonna she's gonna be made to look back on that day, I think, at some point in time, uh, that that comment of crumb was bad. Yeah. You she think may. she's gonna take heat on that? Yeah, she'll, she may take some, but she's in a totally safe district, and so I, I think it, it, it really doesn't it hurt her very much, and the Democrats get away with lying. No one, very few people ever call, certainly not the mainstream media ever call them to account for it, and they'll switch from one thing to another. We played this t- uh, uh, audio from a video last week in which you know, the Democrats at one point were saying, we need to enforce our immigration laws, we we, 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 got, to, we got to stop the illegal immigration, and a pivot when their political interests change to amnesty, mass immigration, let them in. Absolutely. Well, so this New York Times poll is showing soaring support for tax reform. All of these categories are rising by five points, even on the Democratic side. It's showing disapproval has dropped by seven points among the Democratic side as the evidence, as the economic evidence is starting to to, uh, walk in. The winning in the economy seems to be going, and there's also a number of organizations that Donald Trump honored with some winning reports as far as who takes the highest honors in his fake news media. 
We'll get into who some of those are. It's award season, so don't, you don't want to miss this. That's right. We'll get into some, who, who won the Donald Trump uh, fake news awards after the break from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And now the moment that you have been waiting the entire show for, the Donald Trump Fake News Awards. Drum roll, please. There are 10, there are 10 fake news awards that, uh, actually, you're right, you're right. There's 11 fake news awards that uh, he gave, and we're going to start in reverse order. And uh, with uh, number 11 of the fake news awards. Now, this was uh, supposed to come out earlier in the week, and I guess he put it off to develop a little bit of, uh, what, hype, do you think? Yeah, you think there was some. It was posted. It was posted on GOP.com, and the website couldn't handle the traffic. Yeah, so much traffic. There was uh, so much traffic it crashed the Republican website, the National Republican website, GOP.com. In fact, that's where these are listed. If you want to go uh, read them and have them for prosperity, uh, number eleven. Uh, was the Russia collusion. Russian collusion is perhaps the greatest hoax perpetrated on the American people. There is no collusion with Donald Trump on January 11th tweeting out, well, now that the Russia, with Russia, now that Russia collusion is proving to be a total hoax and the only collusion is with Hillary Clinton and the FBI Russia, the fake news media mainstream and the phony uh, new book, which is he's referring to Michael Wolff's book, uh, are hitting out at every new front imaginable. They should try winning an election instead. Sad. And this fraud, this we've been perpetrated for more than a year with no evidence whatsoever, only makes number 11 on our list. Right. Which is dead last of the list. All right. Number 10. Uh, the New York Times falsely claimed on the front page that the Trump administration had a hidden climate report. Totally false. Which they didn't. Number nine, CNN falsely reported that former FBI Director James Comey would dispute President Trump's claim that he was told he is not under investigation. Um, again, a false claim by CNN. Number eight, Newsweek falsely reported that the Polish First Lady Agata Kornhauser, I'm glad, I'm glad you had that one, did not shake President Trump's hand, and, and there's a nice picture there of her shaking President Trump's hand. How many, to- how many times will the media make these claims when there's photo evidence? There's a number of those in this countdown, 
And there's actual photo evidence to back it up. And part of the problem is a lot of times when they make these claims, the claims go viral. And then when they do the retraction, there's very little carry for the retraction. Well, who is it? Somebody said, somebody famous, that, that a lie goes all the way around the world before the truth gets its shoes on. Yeah, gets up, gets out of bed and puts its pants on or something along those lines. Yeah. Yep. Number seven, seven, CNN falsely reported about Anthony Scaramucci's meeting with a Russian, but retracted it due to significant breakdown in process. Uh, three CNN employees had to resign over this retracted story on Russian lies. I remember that. Yes. Number six, CNN falsely edited a video to make it appear Donald Trump defiantly overfed fish in his visit with the Japanese prime minister. And the video actually shows them feeding the fish the same way. Donald Trump followed every lead that the Japanese prime minister made. And I remember seeing this video uh, before I saw the unedited video. I saw it and I'm like, wow, that, that's unfortunate. Little did I realize I was falling into the fake news trap because what they did was they simply just zeroed in on Donald Trump flipping over the box and being uh, abrupt as they were pay- portraying it. But he was literally following the lead of uh, the prime minister. Number five. Washington Post falsely reports the president's massive sold-out rally in Pensacola, Florida, was empty. Dishonest reporters showed the picture of an empty arena hours before the crowd actually started pouring in. And this is a guy by the name of David Weigel at the Washington Post. He put out a phony photo of an empty arena hours before Donald Trump actually arrived at the venue. They did the same thing on the inauguration. They put published pictures hours before the event was supposed to start. Yeah, and whether or not it was there was as many people as Barack Obama's 2008 inauguration, uh, it, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever seen it. I would imagine there may have been fewer people than Barack Obama's inauguration, but not what they showed. Right. Yep. Number four, Time falsely reported that President Trump removed a bust of Martin Luther King Jr. from the Oval Office. And there we have a nice picture of Donald Trump standing next to the bust of Martin Luther King in the Oval Office. But little did they report when Barack Obama had Winston Churchill's bust wrapped up and sent back. Right. We can't can't, uh, respect anybody that might defend Western civilization, can we? Nope. Number three, CNN falsely reports that... Candidate Donald Trump and his son Donald J. Trump had access to hacked documents from WikiLeaks before they were generally released to the public. And that's the question about the date. They never bothered to verify the date on a memo. The memo was dated September 14th. They said it was dated September 4th before the documents were released. And they made, a, a, again, a fools of themselves because of this. Number two, ABC News' Brian Ross chokes and sends the markets into a downward spiral with a false report that uh, General Mike Flynn was going to testify that uh, Donald Trump told him to contact the Russians during the campaign rather than after he had won the election and and then he was reaching out um, to all sorts of governments. And the market, as soon as ABC's report was published, fell off abruptly, recovered, But uh, my favorite part about that story, of course, is that Joy Behar did the happy dance uh, saying that, hey, we now have proof Michael Flynn is going to testify that Trump colluded with Russia, contacted the Russians before they were in the transition process, before he was president-elect. And then, of course, after Brian Ross 
And now he's still not back, right? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't watch mainstream media. Neither should any conservatives. Okay, there you go. All right, number, number one, one, this year's winner, and it's a doozy, quite frankly. And I'm glad it fell to this person, the New York Times, Paul Krugman. This is a guy I love to hate because he's supposed to be an economist. He is nothing uh, of an economist. Claimed on the day that President Trump's historic landslide victory that the economy would never recover. Boy, what, how bad is that? And he's not the only one. I mean, you had people from Mark Cuban who said that he hedged his entire bond and stock portfolio 100% when Donald Trump won because he too thought the entire economy was going to fall off a cliff. Yeah, I, mean, I, I watched that election night and the, the futures were down 800 points. I go, well, well you know, um, I think that the corporations in the stock market might like a reduced corporate tax rate. And it turns out they do. Yep, because uh, that's about all it went. Down 800 points that night and turned right around. Paul Krugman has been infamously uh, wrong. And, you know, the thing that amazes me is that as wrong as Paul Krugman was, it, it still doesn't seem to damn. He still has a job with the New York Times. He still pumps out editorials. He's still highly regarded. Yeah, it, it, when the mission is to advance your ideology, whether you're right or wrong doesn't matter. Well, advance- we, we just move, we just move right on. If if it, if, if it doesn't if it doesn't pan out, you go on to something else. Yep, and that's all the uh, Democrats I think have for the midterms coming up is advancing their uh, broken ideology. We'll talk about a little bit about that, and again, the upcoming April eighth Unite IE Conservative Conference. We'll tell you when tickets will be available. Back after a, a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. We just did a countdown of the top awards uh, from Donald Trump. Uh, for the fake news media, the highly anticipated 2017 fake news awards. They were released on January the 17th. You can find them on the GOP.com website. Right in the top, it says something interesting. I just wanted to close out with this thought. Studies have shown that over 90% of the media's coverage of President Trump has been negative. And indeed it has. These people are beside themselves with Trump derangement syndrome. They glom on to every bit of negativity. They took that guy, Michael Wolf's book, across the finish line. Uh, couldn't get enough of that guy. And every time there's a little tidbit, they're literally rooting for the failure of Donald Trump. And you saw that when there was a press conference when the doctor, his doctor, given a physical annual examination, and he's in great health. And uh, they had a cognitive test, and he was 30 out of 30. Perfect score on his cognitive test. And they were trying for almost an hour trying to find something to say that he's in bad health. The level of hatred by them, and we want to talk about other things there, 
is it's not just he's a conservative, governing as a conservative. He's not just a Republican, which they tried to take down George W. Bush and every Republican. Is that he sticks it to them. He fights back. He's not intimidated in the slightest right. way by them. And that, that, that drives him crazy. It really does. One of the questions from them about the uh, from the media to the doctor that just stunned me: when the president gets his colonoscopy, will he be sedated? I, I don't know about you, but the idea of getting a colonoscopy without some form of sedation is to me mind bending. I, I don't know that I could pull that off. Yeah, let, let's not go there. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He's he's healthy as a horse. He's as healthy as Barack Obama was, who is a guy who smoked, did drugs, and uh, you know generally was not in uh, you know didn't didn't work out. wasn't necessarily in great shape. Uh, apparently, Donald Trump just has good genes. Yeah, there was a great picture, and I'm trying, trying to find it here of Donald Trump, seventy one, and Bill Clinton at seventy one, and who looks better? Oh my gosh. Bill Clinton looks like he's on his deathbed right now. Mm-hmm. He really does. He does not look good. April 8th, a very important date to put in your calendar because that is the date of the Unite IE Conservative Conference. Tickets will be going on sale soon. We will have that announcement for you as soon as they are available. But we are announcing our keynote speaker for the conference. Dr. Sebastian Gorka has been confirmed this week. He is going to be delivering the keynote address of the Unite IE Conservative Conference. And I, I can't think, I, I can't believe that there would be a single person that wouldn't know who he is. Well, they probably are. But well, I mean, I mean, people yeah. in our circles. Oh, yeah, in our circles. Yeah, I think he's very popular. This, 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 this will sell out. The uh, VIPs will probably sell out very quickly. He's, he's a wonderful speaker. He's a wonderful advocate for the, Mar- for the MAGA cause. I'm really excited yep. that he's, he's going to be there. I'm really excited, too. This is an opportunity for conservatives all across Southern California, particularly the Inland Empire, to gather together, particularly to bring people that are sitting on the couch. One of the things we've got the upcoming midterms, it's critically important to get people involved in this process to help get out the vote. Uh, There are still going to be, at that point in time, some important initiatives. We'll have uh, initiatives that need help getting circulated and uh, lots of other great stuff. So put that date on your calendar. Make sure you get your tickets. Don't miss out on this year's conference. Not at all. And that's all the time we have for this week. I'll see you next week on the radio. Same time, same channel. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.